Good morning, Motor City, and welcome to the great Michigan weekend, Saturday morning here, the 26th of August, and uh, August is almost out of here, which for a lot of us will be good news, because man, this has been a crazy month. It has. Especially with all the weather situations, seven tornadoes touching down over the last couple of days, and uh, boy, the damage. We had flooding on Wednesday, and then... Oh, so bad. Horrible storm action on Thursday. Did you lose power? I only lost it for about a minute. And then it came back on, which was fine. But, um, yeah, I had all my, my gear ready. I had my flashlight and my my big, you know, charging station you gave me. And, and a candle. candle. And I was all set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to kind of uh, think about that. You know, while the storm is moving in and you're getting the warnings, you're like, okay, I need a flashlight. I need a candle, you know. The only thing that was uh, missing was a glass of wine. There you go. There you go. Emergency (laughs) wine. That's right. Uh, But we hope everybody's doing okay this morning after uh, terrible weather we had. Today should be pretty nice, though. They're talking about, uh, you know, cooler temperatures and a little bit of sunshine out there. So that'll be a nice break. Okay, um, lots of things happening on the show today. We've got some trivia for you. We're going to give away some concert tickets. We'll also talk about uh, what's going on in Hollywood. A lot of weird stories. Cam is (laughs) our official Britney correspondent. (laughs) I'm on Britney Watch. Britney Gate, 2003. (laughs) Following what's going on with with Britney. What a mess. Uh, Mm. Plus some interesting questions and uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on. But I also want to mention that today in America, it's National Dog Day. It is. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so if you're very proud of your dog and you got a good picture, uh, if you go to my Facebook page, I ask people to post photos of their dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's already <laughs> received quite a few postings. Aww. People just love their doggies. I and, do. Uh, and kitties. Yeah, for good reason. So mm-hmm. lots going on today, including the Michigan Maid Festival in Orion Township. That's always fun when you get a chance to buy all the things that um, people miss when they leave town. It's always fun to send those to folks who've moved away and are missing yeah. better made potato chips and Jermac Burners. Yep. Also, it's the Mackinac Island Fudge Festival still going on. Wow. Back by popular demand. (laughs) Right. But as we mentioned last week on the show, isn't it always the Fudge Festival in Mackinac? (laughs) Uh, The Michigan Renaissance Festival in Holly. And last week, Cam uh, confessed that she's actually gone to the festival in costume. And Mm -hmm. I I didn't mention it last week, but... uh, do you have any photos of that? I don't know. I'm sure I do somewhere. Because Cam, um, Cam said she was dressed up like a medieval princess with the pointy princess. hat that, that yeah. has the little silk scarf coming out of the top of it. <laughs> were, and the funniest you, thing is, go ahead. Sorry. Were you part of a group or you, you just? Oh, went? no. Well, a couple of us went. My uh, My kid's dad and I went. And then I think a couple other friends went. But my favorite part of that whole thing don't even know if they do it anymore was the tomato pelting contest what was that about <laughs> they they just throw tomatoes at each other until they're done <laughs> it's <so laughs> funny it's like a it's like a skit 
Right. But yeah, it's it's funny. And then of course the the king size, you know, turkey legs and yeah, they yeah. don't they have a turkey leg that's like wrapped in bacon or something and <laughs> yuck. yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> walk around with it in your hand like it's a, a <laughs> billy club. Yeah. Right. Uh, lots of things happening around the state. We'll keep you posted on that. And right now, Dave Rieger, our producer and our sports director here on the Great Michigan Weekend, is in to tell us what's going on in sports. Kind of a good night for Detroit teams, right, Dave? I know. Um, I don't know who was what. Uh, it was they were both on at the same time last night. You had the Lions and the Tigers, and uh, I'll tell you what, the Tigers, uh, world champion Astros. They were at Comerica Park last night. And Astros pitcher Frambler Valdez, who threw a no-hitter against the Cleveland Guardians on August 1st. Well, guess what? He had a no-hitter going against the Tigers last night. Up until manager Dusty Baker had to pull him because he was like at 114 pitches. Tigers finally got a hit in the eighth inning, but they were still only down one to nothing. Well, that was good news for the Tigers when they pulled the pitcher because in the bottom of the ninth, rookie Parker Meadows, in only his fourth game, hit a game-winning three-run walk-off homer to give the Tigers a 4-1 to win. It was his first major league home run and his first major league RBI. Man, and you got to see that video. He yeah. got all of that. His mom, his mom, his family, his mom's crying in the in the stands. Uh, yeah. His whole family's there. Friends are there. He got doused with Gatorade, water, got the uh, shaving cream in the face. I mean, you name it. They 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 did it to him at the end of the game. It was uh, it was incredible. And Jim is right. As soon as he hit that ball, it was gone. I mean, it was a shot. So um, wow. I mean, you know. Pretty impressive that uh, there was the, the Tigers probably there was probably like a I don't know ninety five percent chance they were going to lose that game last night and they came right. back and won. Tigers are now fifty nine and sixty nine. They're still only seven and a half games behind first place Minnesota in the AL Central. Just over a month left in the season, so I won't say it's uh, probable that they'll make the playoffs and win the division, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Tigers have actually been playing some pretty good ball lately. So they're going to duel with the Astros again tonight at 6-10. As for the Lions, that game was on opposite the Tigers last night. They finish off the preseason 2-1. and one. They beat the Carolina Panthers last night 26-17. to And the Lions now have some tough decisions. They have to trim the roster from 90-53 to before Tuesday. Some of those players will end up on, a pra- on the practice squad, and some will maybe end up on different teams. We will next see the Lions Thursday night, September the 7th, as they open up the NFL season in Kansas City against the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs. They will raise their Super Bowl banner, and then that game will start. Lions come into that game as a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Jim, who you got? Oh, I'll take the Lions, especially after last night's game. Man, they showed what they can do when when they buckle down. I mean, that was solid and uh, Mm -hmm. really fun to watch especially the interceptions and some yeah. of those path plays. It was mostly the backups that were going last night for the Lions, so um, we'll see what happens. We haven't seen Jared Goff uh, the whole preseason, Mm-mm. so nope. we'll see what happens on Thursday uh, to open up the season if it was a good choice for uh, Dan Campbell not to have his starting quarterback play at all in the preseason. Uh, staying in football, you know what today is, Jim and Cam? Um, no. Today, no. in addition to it being National Dog Day, it is yeah. week zero as college football begins today. Seven mm. games on the docket with the highlight game at 2.30 
as Navy takes on Notre Dame in Dublin, Ireland. Wow. Hmm. And uh, are full of fun facts, Dave. Six other games going on in addition to that one, including San Jose State versus USC tonight at 8 p.m. I think, I mean, I'm happy. It's great to have college football back. What do you guys think? It's amazing how many people will openly say, you know, I love the NFL, but uh, my heart's really behind the college teams. I'm not much of a college guy i uh Me i didn't go to college so you know it's you know root for state or u of m right uh just out of loyalty but um boy a lot of people a lot of sports guys really love college ball yeah, yeah it's all gonna do. it's You're all right. gonna start up uh next weekend actually for real central michigan comes to east lansing um and uh east carolina comes to the big house Although we won't see Jim Harbaugh uh, self-imposed three-game suspension for the head coach of Michigan. And uh, so very excited to college football starting. And uh, we'll wrap up some more uh, this uh, preseason football this weekend, take a week off, and then the NFL season starts. So that will well, be cool. Well, a little fun fact here. If I uh, remember correctly, our own Cam Carmen was a cheerleader. Isn't that right? Yes. Where are you? <laughs> In elementary school. Oh, okay. I thought it was high school. No, I didn't didn't make the cut in high school. No. My sister But I was the captain in eighth grade. I was the captain. My sister in law was actually a cheerleader for uh for Illinois. She went to the University of Illinois. Oh wow. So oh, that's um, cool. that yeah. must have been. uh one <laughs> last thing to touch on in sports, moving over to the PGA tour. The top thirty players in the FedEx Cup standings are doing battle at the tour championship this weekend. And Colin Morikawa, he just broke Tiger Woods' 36-hole record at Eastlake after carding a 61 on Thursday and a 64 on Friday. He is currently tied with Victor Hovland at 16 under par headed into today's third round. The winner of the tournament wins the $15 million annuity and the FedEx Championship. All right, sounds good. Good job, Dave. We're going to take a break and come right back. And there's something that is incredibly popular right now in our culture but cam carmen is not having it it's it's like a pet peeve with cam this should be a good discussion coming up next when the great michigan weekend continues here on news talk 760 wjr lots of things going on around michigan this week you got the detroit bourbon and blues festival going on this weekend at eastern market you got Warren's birthday bash. Happy, happy birthday to the city of Warren. It's sixty oh, sixth okay. year as a uh, city, and also on Wednesday we've got a blue moon. Oh, okay. Which uh, is when we have two full moons in one month. Okay. okay. Beyond that, <laughs> I don't know what blue moon means because it's not blue right. in color. Right. Once in a blue moon is the only thing I can relate to. Yeah, I I guess the phrase once in a blue moon comes from the fact that it's rare to get two full moons in one month. So, right. I don't know what that means to anybody, but uh, if you're one of those people (laughs) that is uh, certain that when we have a full moon, people act crazy. Now we have two chances for that to happen. (laughs) Before the uh, before the month <laughs> it is here. it is funny how people say oh it must be a full moon tonight everybody's acting crazy well you talk to anybody who works in an emergency room in a hospital or a police mm-hmm. officer and they will tell you that is absolutely a real thing people do get <laughs> get wacky when there's a full moon and then uh, other people will explain that's because the moon actually controls 
the tides, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and that because our bodies are so much water, like 70% water, that the moon has an effect on people. So I don't know how. Really? That yeah, that's kind of how, how that whole theory works. Wow. All right. Uh, let's talk about showbiz just for a second here. Uh, Cam noticed that uh, the latest weird thing to happen to somebody doing a concert you know, they were coming up to the stage. That one woman showed up at a concert with uh, the ashes of her mother and asked, uh, I forget who it was. Pink. Pink. Yeah, Pink. Asked Pink to to hold them or something or distribute them. <laughs> uh, people have been throwing water bottles at performers. But something happened recently at an Adele concert, right? Right, yeah. This pregnant couple was kind of pretty much up front. And they had a sign that said, Adele, will you do our gender reveal? You know what those are? I mean, obviously, yeah. They, yeah and they make people make big parties out of them and then shoot, you know, pink or blue out of balloons or whatever. So she, so Adele did it. She took the sign up. I guess the wife told the husband or told Adele, Adele said, it's a boy. And then everybody went crazy and <laughs> Adele started crying. Started crying. Like, yeah, she was just like like weeping. Okay. But like, what if it would have been a girl? Wouldn't she have been weeping too? <laughs> I guess. Maybe <laughs> but she honestly, right? Yeah. Yeah, but who who is with me on this? This stuff started like back in 2015, 2016. I am so sick of gender reveal parties. Really? I'm so sick of them. Yeah. They have they get been, out of hand. They have been getting crazier and crazier. You know, where like you said, people will you know have pink balloons or blue balloons, or um, little cannons that shoot out yes. confetti. Uh, but you were making an observation when we talked about this the other day that um, it gets crazy because sometimes the other children in the family <laughs> don't like the reveal, right? Aren't happy, and then. You know, they'll show that on camera, obviously. And if there's one kid that's bummed out, it's like, and the parents think it's funny and they keep it on camera. And I just, I feel badly for them. But, you know, I, I just think it's kind of like a private thing. I mean, you can have a party, but, you know, don't be going all nuts and, and setting off fireworks and <laughs> firecrackers that scare dogs, you know? It's Burn like, down come the garage, on. yeah. I guess... um I guess it's just an advancement of what used to just be a simple baby shower, right? Yes. Yeah. Because then, okay, so you bring gifts to this gender reveal. And then when the baby shower comes around, you bring gifts again. So it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like a, a, you know, a money thing. Like, oh, so you're saying that the gender reveal is in addition to a baby shower? The only, yes, the only one I've been to, there were gifts. And then... I don't know if they do that way still, but I just, I'm so tired of seeing them on TV and seeing them go wrong. Yeah. They, <laughs> when you try to do something like that and keep it a big secret, first of all, it's, that's very right. difficult. But um, yeah, it, I guess it's just an extension of what we talk about quite a bit of uh, this, um, this desire we have, this strong desire to be the center of attention, I guess. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know. and Yeah. And you know how many 
you know, hundreds and millions of people are going to try that stunt again at a concert, bringing a sign to whoever the singer is. Will you reveal the gender of our baby? Oh, yeah. She opened the door on that one. I mean, people will come up probably mm -hmm. with all kinds of signs, like um, I want to do a proposal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I read an article this week that talked about this thing where we're going up to people on stage now. That seems mm -hmm. to be <laughs> happening more and more. And they uh, they referred to it as main character syndrome. Mm -hmm. main character mm -hmm. syndrome which means we are now in a state of mind where we we feel like we are the star of our own show right and we have to be the center of attention and that that would move somebody from enjoying a concert and just sitting or standing and cheering and singing along to going up and confronting the artist and thinking that that's okay yeah I just, it just doesn't make, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. And with this gender reveal thing, I don't know if it's just because I'm old, but I, if my children have children, I will, you know, specifically encourage them not to do a gender reveal. I just think <laughs> okay. it's, I think it's just, we've, that ship has sailed and nobody yeah. like, except the parents really care about it, you know? It's no. Like, I mean, if, if we're being honest, how many of your friends care whether you're having a boy or boy a girl? Or a girl. It's a 50, Everybody 50 just shot. wants you to have a, a you know a healthy delivery and that the child is okay and mom is okay. Mm -hmm. but, uh, I mean, can, can you see yourself getting excited and saying, "Oh yeah, I can't wait for Friday because I'm going to the gender reveal party." <laughs> I wonder what it's going to be. It's, right. <laughs> you know. Plus, now yeah. we're. Aren't we at a point now uh, with our society and our culture where some people might be down on the gender reveal because they they might claim that that's something that the child, him or herself, will decide for themselves right. well, later on? That's a, that's a point. So, yikes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so is... don't, don't be inviting uh, Cam to any gender reveal. <laughs> A reveal party. Please. Now, when we were talking about this earlier in the week, Dave informed us there that there's kind of a male dad counterpart to the baby shower and the gender reveal thing. Dave, do you want to tell everybody what this one was? Yeah, it's called the diaper party. <laughs> and simple as that. It's but... just where a bunch of guys get together and they bring diapers uh, to the to the father, and um, they kind of just hang out. So it's kind of like the uh, a bachelor party only for dads, and he invites all of his buddies to come yeah. over, and you you show up at the door with a box of diapers. Correct. Yeah, go and you get some diapers, some Pampers, or some Huggies. Uh, maybe go to Costco, Sam's, and uh, have a diaper. They have a diaper party. Okay, so I'm, I have never heard of that. Now, now I'm with Cam, <laughs> and the diaper party I think is really goofy. I mean. <laughs> I understand everybody wanting to help out, you know, but, you know, couldn't you do that at a shower or something or, or just drop them off, you know, get Amazon or Walmart to drop them off at the front door. I yeah. Mean, obviously, um, obviously the, you know, you need a lot of diapers, so I think it works out right No. Yeah. But sounds goofy though. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be better than a couple shower. Oh man. Yeah, a couple those. showers. I have never gone to one in my life, and I I never would. I I don't no know way. how we got into that in the '90s, where yeah, uh, yeah, showers like um, 
bridal showers and then baby showers mm-hmm. became a couple shower. And I, you know, maybe, maybe your guys more understanding than I am, but, uh, I can't imagine too many guys saying, I can't wait. Saturday, we're going to a baby shower. It's a couple's <laughs> thing. I just, uh, nope. the diaper party, I, you know, the only diaper party I'm excited about is the one that, uh, I'll be going to when I check into the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, show, up, show up with my own box of uh, huggies. All right. We're going to take a break. It's uh, 832. Coming up, we're going to be talking with somebody about a very uh, well-loved event. It's been going on here for years, and it's coming back. We'll tell you all about it and what's different this year. Coming up next, when the Great Michigan Weekend continues on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for spending part of your Saturday morning with us. We always love hanging out with you guys. Lots to do in Michigan this weekend. It's Bali Fest in Canton, which is part of that whole thing they do in India. Bollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever seen one of those yep. Bollywood weddings? Oh, they're amazing. It's like they yeah. have a live elephant. Everybody's all dressed up. The the yep. wedding party does this big choreographed number. It's it's incredible. Yep. Uh, let's see. Clausen Fest is going on this weekend. And in Dearborn, it's Caffeine and Chrome Cause for Pause, a car show out there, which helps out uh, our little uh, dogs and cats here on National Dog Day in America. And uh, it seems like only yesterday that we uh, packed up our radio gear and headed out for a very soggy, rain-soaked Empty lot in Pontiac for the very first Arts Beats and Eats. But uh, holy cow, 26 years later, and it's one of the biggest events in Metro Detroit and with us on the line to talk about it, the producer of Arts Beats and Eats, Mr. John Witz. Hey, John. Hey, Jim. How are you? It's it, it, We've come a long way. How about that? Well, holy cow. This <laughs> is have. huge. It's like Disney World. Well, I think that I think that's uh, overly complimentary, but it really has evolved into a festival of the senses. And we're next weekend, of course. And and to give a little preview, you'll turn a corner, see a fabulous artist. It could be ceramics, painting, photography. Then you turn another corner. It could be one of nine music stages. You've got great smells as you walk up Washington Street with restaurants like Luigi's, Fork in Nigeria, Galindo's, Cousins Main Lobster. Like, we have lobster at our festival, but we've come so far. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it really is a, a great time and, and, a, and a little bit less expensive than Disney. We're offering tickets at $7 <laughs> in advance right now. So, That's um, it, so and, and great, uh, great national music acts this year as well. Can you tell us some of the acts? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, we kick it off Friday of this coming week with uh, Joan Jett and uh, the American authors are on uh, the Jim Beam stage. And then Saturday, uh, Collective Soul, we have uh, big rock band Hailstorm. Uh, Sunday, we go country with uh, Dylan Carmichael, Randy Hauser, uh, and Russell Dickerson, kind of a lot of headliners in, in one showcase. And then Sunday, old school R&B with Belle Bib DeVoe. So, oh, um, that is pretty great. 
<laughs> now you know. Sing it, Jim. They are looking for a backup singer. I can get you auditioned, and and I'm not sure if you have the dance moves for it, but you know, we we oh, can get you out there. I will practice all week long because Arts Beats and Eats is coming up uh, Labor Day weekend, which is the first through the fourth. And I got to ask you, John, I'm sure you guys have, have thought about this. Every year, Arts Beats and Eats gets bigger and better, and you guys think of new ways to to incorporate more people. What is it about this festival that has made it such an enduring success? Well, I think there's a, a, a few things. We mentioned value. You can, you know, the festival's even free admission on Friday before 5, so I think it's a you know, and we have free arts and crafts and all the music is, is free once you've uh, paid the admission. So I think values one, I think something for everyone and just the diversity of the show is the other, every art medium, uh, Detroit is known for its local music. So just the, the, the spirit and the, the, the color, the diversity in musicians from jazz to R and B to country to alternative rock to rock. We feature showcase so many, uh, great artists musically, and the same thing with the food. I, I just think it is, again, every taste you can imagine um, is at the show. And whatever we don't offer, we're in a great backdrop in downtown Royal Oak, so there's numerous shops uh, to dive in and out of uh, from the festival or grab a seat if it gets too hectic, you know, from Lily Seafood to Cafe Muse to Tom's Oyster Bar around the corner. It's just a dynamic uh, backdrop, uh, great culture and, and diversity in our programming and, and I think a good value. So those would be, you know, I think my my reasons for why this continues to, to grow. John, when we go back just to a, a few minutes ago, when you said that to get in is $7, right? Um, in advance, yes, that, Cam. Okay, in advance. Does that include the food or is the food separate? The, the food's separate, and again, I, I think that you're allowing me to touch on one really nice aspect. We mandate that all the restaurants have a taste portion. So I think when mm -hmm. you go to an event like that, you don't want to be stuck with a $15 plate right. and, and you see right. 60 restaurants in the street. So we mandate a taste item, a 5 to $7 food item is required of every booth. Uh, some have $3 taste. So again, it really allows you to nosh and, and taste and sample because if I go to a show like that, <laughs> I guess I am at a show like that. I eat at seven places a day. So you, 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 you want to, you know, be able to uh, do that. So yeah, the, the admission seven, it goes up to 10 and 12 at the door and we've sold a bunch of advanced tickets already. So it's new this year that we're offering a chance to, you know, get in uh, in advance and save, you know, it's really up to 40% if you're coming after three o'clock. So it's a great opportunity to get online, but uh, the food costs, the drinks, we have Fago. So our soft drinks are $3, a lot less expensive than a concert or a sporting event. So, you know, we're not like, uh, you know, making your own back, backyard barbecue uh, inexpensive but we are compared to other showcase events i think the value is really strong it is really wonderful too because it, uh, it it's so welcoming to every aspect of uh, the people out there you know whether you're on a date and you want to go out and have some fun hear a little music have some mm -hmm. uh, cool things to eat or if you've got a family i i think it's very family family friendly as well uh, you got a few kids in tow, you get out there and just have a good time. 
And I think that you're, you're hitting another thing too, Jim, is that this, this is an opportunity where, yeah, the kids have to walk through the art. You know, mom and dad do want to check the artwork out, but then they get rewarded. And, and I'm, I'm glad you're asking about the value things. Just one of the things that we added a couple of years back in the city of Royal Oaks Monsters is, is free inflatables for the kids. So the inflatable uh, activities are free. The arts and crafts are free. The DIA curates a kid stage uh, that's in the Detroit News Kid Zone. So there's a lot of value within the event. You know, it is it does cost a little bit, but doesn't cost as much as going to a Cedar Point or going to a resort somewhere. And and a lot of people's school has started. And 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 let's talk about Metro Detroit in general. Let me step out of Arts Beats and Eats. This is the place to staycation. You have you know in Nova you have the Michigan State Fair. You know, you have the Jazz Fest, you have in Romeo, you have the Peach Festival, Hamtramck has something going on. So, you know, we we share with all of these events, you know, making Metro Detroit a place to stick around and check out culture, family fun, music, you know, throughout the region. It really, I think Detroit is undervalued as probably the best Labor Day weekend destination in the United States as far as, you know, enjoying all of these events that are really high quality. And, and I, you know, I, I think everyone should visit multiple places. We love that you're talking about our event, but the region, JR's all about the region and, and we are the region, you know, and I, I think that's what's so strong ab- about, you know, and we're one of the leaders and we love that. Well, it's a great program that uh, gets put together and I know it requires a lot of work and we just want to say thank you. And also if, if there's, if we have any, um, influence with you john we'd love to uh get cam to be one of the contestants in the zumbathon <laughs> which is happening on saturday uh, well, well, well we would love cam and if cam did it i would consider joining you know that would be an occasion to bring out my special colored outfit that you know i have in the closet for zumba so <laughs> Um, and, 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 and you're allowing me to talk about a good cause because that benefits Special Olympics this year. We actually have uh, folks from Special Olympics that will be participating in the Zumbathon. And it, it is one of a spectacular site. So the area where we do our national music turns into 1,500 people. I'd say 1,400 women and 100 men. <laughs> <laughs> dancing for a great cause and and the event we have 60 nonprofits affiliated with us and we are going to cross the seven million dollar raise since you first came to pontiac we will cross seven million dollars wow. uh generated um and, and that's like an un, unknown uh you know thing sometimes that we'll raise more than three hundred thousand dollars this year if this weather forecast holds that we're, we have um so we have charities involved in our gate proceeds they're selling the drinks at the event we have we have a program for children with autism and their families uh the pacifica is doing a a ride and drive where if you test drive a pacifica they're donating fifty dollars to the national autism society of america so we have so many collaborations where we're generating uh community uh, benefit and and we love that too boy outstanding and again congratulations john it's the soaring eagle Arts, Beats, and Eats, presented by Flagstar Bank. It's Labor Day weekend, the 1st through the 4th in downtown Royal Oak. And we'll keep our fingers crossed and say our prayers on the weather. And uh, thanks, John, for being on with us this morning. Good luck, buddy. All right. Will you? Can I get a, a someone to text me a picture of what Cam's going to wear at the Zumbathon? Just, <laughs> just want to. 
yeah, we want to put it on our social channels and, and, and get it out there just so everyone knows the, the treats that we have at the festival this year. So. As long as it includes I'll, a headband, right? You need a headband. Right. I'll yes, get right yes. on that, John. Yeah, you, okay. you bet. Uh, all right. Have a all great right. weekend. All right. Thanks, See you next John. weekend. Okay. Bye. 847. We'll be right back with trivia and we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in Hollywood coming up next when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Well, speaking of food, Saturday, uh, I think for a lot of people that watch their diet, Saturday is a fun day because it's kind of a cheat day where you Mm -hmm. say, okay, I'm going to have one day where I I don't worry about calories and you know, I'm just not going to let it mess me up. I want to have a good time. It's Saturday night. So that's why we suggest you try Hungry Howie's. They've got some new tastes going on that were brought into effect by their chief flavor officer, their CFO at Hungry Howie's, whose job it is to just obsess over all kinds of new possibilities and tasty ingredients. So right now they've got something called the Bee Sting This is a pizza that features their sweet honey drizzle on top. And when I first heard this, I thought, oh, man, I don't know. Honey on a pizza? But I'm telling you, that combination of sweetness and the saltiness that usually accompanies a pizza, it is a really good combination. I liked it very much. And their classic cupped pepperoni and jalapenos. Oh, that's a good pie. And any two of your favorite toppings, try a large today. For just twelve ninety nine. So if you've got kids coming over, or uh, you just don't feel like cooking tonight, it's really a great bargain. Twelve ninety nine only at Hungry Howie's. All right, welcome back, everybody. We've got tickets to give away on the Great Michigan Weekend to see Pentatonics. That's that acapella group. They are really, oh, yeah. they are really yeah, good. They are. Their, uh, their Christmas album is always a big hit. And they're going to be in concert at Pine Knob on September 3rd, Pentatonics. All you have to do is be the first caller to correctly answer our question at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. You win a pair of tickets, prize valued at 59 bucks. Official rules are at WJR.com. And you can always buy tickets at 313presents.com and all Ticketmaster outlets. Okay, here's this morning's question. Uh, I found this um, last week in the news. Real estate brokers are now saying if you really want to sell your home, you would want to be close to one of these stores. If you want to sell your home, it would help a great deal if your home was located near one of these stores. What store are we talking about? Uh, you know, store business, not necessarily right. retail clothes, but, you know, like a business. Mm-hmm. Real estate brokers say if you're close to one of these businesses, you will have a better chance of selling your home. Give us a call if you want to take a guess. 1-800-859-0957. All right. Cam has been on Brittany Watch. <laughs> What's the latest? Britgate just gets weirder and weirder. Apparently her, you know, now estranged husband, Sam, is uh, getting $10,000 a month for a place he's staying in, even though that uh, that uh, prenup was ironclad. So he's getting something out of it when initially everyone was saying 
is getting nothing. She's still uh, doing crazy things like rolling around in her bed topless. Uh, some of those <laughs> videos have been taken down. Wow. But the weirdest one this week was she was in her kitchen and she was filming herself making an omelet. And she was cutting up peppers saying, you know, I like peppers. Nobody ever puts them in omelets in restaurants anymore. And she took two eggs and cracked them right into the pan. Like she didn't stir them or anything. And she was just gibbering, gibber, 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 jabber, like <laughs> about weird things. So, uh, and then of course, as we remember, she had a bunch of guys partying with her and said, this is my kind of night. Just weird. Like. It's just, yeah. So I was trying to actually find those videos and even because sometimes they'll even show her pictures, her naked pictures with a certain part blurred out. Right. But they're gone. Like she's just, she's just nuts. Well, a lot of people are saying ever since that conservatorship, it, it mm -hmm. seems like she might not be on her meds. You right. follow this closely. Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, I do. Because I remember one of her big complaints was, I feel drugged up all the time. I can't, you know, get pregnant if I want to. All those things. Like she just was in a in a stupor, and now apparently she's out of the stupor, but she's into the frying pan. You know, she wow. is just going crazy. It's sad too because uh, you know we kind of make fun of the idea that we're calling it Britney Watch, but there is a part yeah, of I know. It, I think that that uh, <laughs> is thinking this is not going to end well. It's not, uh, you can tell. Yeah. And, you know, if the shaved head was any indication, um, yeah. But in other news, uh, Angelina apparently has some new ink, Angelina Jolie. Okay. And <clears throat> observers are saying that uh, she has two tattoos on her middle fingers. Okay. And they've been, okay, they've been blurred out. But her tattoo artist says it's nothing to do with Brad, but she, uh, her fans are saying it's a way to, you know, stick okay. up the middle finger to Brad. And one is uh, a dagger, I think, that we have not seen mm. yet, but one is, I know. So apparently she will reveal soon what they are, but Boy. it doesn't look, uh, <laughs> it doesn't look that like doesn't it's going to be happy. No, it doesn't seem very mature for somebody, Angelina. You can see doing that when you're 18 or 19, but, uh, right. or, if you're, or if you're Brittany, but, uh, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> All right, we'll see how that goes. We got to take a break. We're going to yeah. uh, check out here what's happening in the news, your uh, weather and traffic. And then more on the Great Michigan Weekend on the other side here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Great Michigan Weekend here on Saturday, August 26th. Lots to do in Michigan this weekend up in Grand Rapids. They have their Polish Harvest Festival in Muskegon. It's the Burning Foot Beer Festival. Mm -hmm. Not sure <laughs> what that means, but it sounds like fun. And in Farmington Hills, it's Color Fest this weekend and last hour we asked a trivia question according to real estate brokers uh it really would help sell your home if it was close to one of these businesses and rafe from ypsilanti called in and knew it was starbucks if you're <laughs> selling a home and it's close to a starbucks believe it or not it increases the value 
and the likelihood that people will want to buy your home by a crazy huge percentage. And this story gets weirder. Well, first of all, they say if um, if somebody's looking at a home and the agent says, oh, by the way, there's a Starbucks right down the street. People love that because it indicates to folks that the neighborhood is on the rise. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's, uh, it's yeah. hip, it's happening. Also, uh, they said the number two thing that will help your home a lot is <laughs> whether or not it has the right house number. Because people what? are very very superstitious about numbers. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese and the Jewish cultures respectfully have, uh, you know, some, some strong feelings about numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. The numbers 8 and 18 are considered lucky to those. Really? Uh, in those cultures. And a lot of people like the lucky number 7. But um, <laughs> they, they said that, you know, that has a lot to do with it. And uh, anybody who wants to challenge the Starbucks theory here, you got to remember this. Between 97 and 2013, homes that were close to one of the Starbucks locations increased in value by 96%. What? Yep. <laughs> That's insane. According to Zillow. Uh, it's all because of that, that psychological effect that it must be a cool hip yeah area if there's a starbucks so yeah wow something to think about something you have no control over though it's just uh right just a random thing all right it's nine after nine lots to talk about this hour on the program we've got more tickets to give away for pentatonics and right now dave's going to give us a rundown on sports it was a great day and night for detroit teams the tigers and the lions looking really good right dave yeah, before we get to that, let me just run down some of the guesses for the trivia question, Jim. Yeah, the, okay. the, uh, we had Costco, um, Aldi, Walmart. These were some of the guesses to your, to your trivia <laughs> okay. question before we got the winner. And by the way, my two favorite numbers, 7 and 18. So it's funny okay. that you mentioned that. Anyway, last night, uh, Comerica Park, the world champion Astros, they were there. And Astros pitcher Frambler Valdez, who threw a no-hitter against the Cleveland Guardians on August 1st, well, he had a no-hitter going against the Tigers last night until manager Dusty Baker had to pull him because he, he had reached uh, 114 pitches. Well, that was good news for the Tigers. In the bottom of the ninth, rookie Parker Meadows, in playing in his only his fourth game, he hit a three-run walk-off homer to give the Tigers a 4-1 to win. That was after they had tied the game in the ninth. It was his first major league home run and his first major league RBI. Like Jim said uh, in the first hour, the video was incredible. You knew it was gone as soon as he hit it. They had his mom, his family. She was crying. Everybody was uh, cheering. It was uh, quite the scene. Tigers, they're now 59-69, and only seven and a half games behind first place Minnesota in the AL Central. We got about just just over a month left in the season. So eh, maybe, maybe they have a chance. You won't see a wild card team coming out of the AL Central, but the division winner will make the playoffs. Tigers are going to play game two against the Astros again tonight, 6-10 uh, first pitch. Heading over to the NFL, this game was on at the same time as the Tiger game. Preseason is done for the Lions. They beat the Carolina Panthers last night 26-17. to 
The Lions have some tough decisions now as they have to trim the roster from 90 to 53 before Tuesday. We will next see our Detroit Lions on Thursday, September 7th, as they open the NFL season in Kansas City against the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. The Lions, they come into that game as a a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Jim says take the points and take the Lions. Yes. As they open up the NFL season. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Moving over to college football, today is week zero, as they call it. Big game in Dublin, Ireland, as Navy and Notre Dame battle today at 2.30. Another big game tonight, San Jose State against USC, 8 p.m. Seven games on the docket for college football that starts today. I'm very excited as college football gets going on. Moving over to the PGA Tour, the top 30 players in the FedEx Cup standings are doing battle at the Tour Championship this weekend. And Colin Morikawa, he just broke Tiger Woods' 36-hole record at Eastlake after carding a 61 on Thursday and a 64 on Friday. He is currently tied with Victor Hovland at 16 under par, heading into today's third round. The winner of this tournament wins the FedEx Cup and the $15 million annuity. And that's what's happening in sports. Okay, this is kind of sports-related. After those horrible storms we had this week, especially uh, Thursday, uh, a varsity football team in Kent County, Michigan, the Comstock Park team, showed up for practice. And the coach said to the team, hey, why don't, instead of practice, why don't we go out into the neighborhood and help people clean up their neighborhood? So the team went out there. And uh, loaded up their cars and trucks and just started driving around and looking for places where trees had fallen or there was debris or something was leaning on a house. And the the guys just put their back into it and helped clean up the area for several hours on Friday. So that's super cool. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah, and, uh, and the 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 students, the athletes, the football players were you know very much into it. They say uh, it all hit home, you know, as you see these kids from your local high school team in their jerseys, cleaning mm. up the neighborhood and helping folks out. Because you know we see it on Facebook all the time. When we have a storm, um, you know, somebody will write, oh, "A tree fell on my garage, and I got to get my car. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to call." That kind of thing. So. Right. That's kind of a nice thing. No, I like that story. That's a good yeah. one. 914, we're going to take a break and come back. And uh, Dave has news about a new Adam Sandler film that looks very funny. Also, uh, a couple of other things in the red carpet report we didn't have time for that I want to slip in here. And we'll get into that next when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hang on. So much to do this weekend in our great state. Up in Big Rapids, they've got a Summerfest car show in East Towers. It's Blues by the Bay. And pack up the car, grab the old ladies and the babies, and head to (laughs) Crystal Falls. Because this weekend, it's the Humongous Fungus Festival. Mmm, fungus. (laughs) I imagine that's like a mushroom thing. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping. Too. Oh man! That's, Otherwise, yeah. uh, no, don't uh, don't want the fungus. But uh, you know the the mushrooms. What are the mushrooms here that uh, people love? Morels. Mor- morels. Yeah, 
they go yeah. morel hunting all right yeah. it's 9 20 uh we were talking about what's going on in hollywood if if um if you're like me when you see these stories on the news about the hollywood actors being on strike uh, you can't help but think, I don't know if I have too much empathy mm-hmm. for people in Hollywood. I mean, they make a I ton know. of money. Uh, and here's an example of why I don't think there's a lot of sympathy among the working folks for Hollywood. Uh, Sex in the City is back, right? The TV show. Yeah. And Kim Cattrall, who wasn't on a couple of the last movies because she didn't get along with everybody, well, she's in this new spinoff, which is called, and just like that, mm-hmm. she got paid $1 million for a single day's work. And bucks. wasn't, yeah, she, I think, she, has she been on a couple times? Because the first time there was this big hullabaloo, I'm not going to be on set with Carrie, uh, what's her right. name, Sarah Jessica Parker. So it was just like a cameo of her, like on the phone or something. Yeah, Has she, she done didn't, it again? She didn't work with anybody. She wasn't in any right. scenes with Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, or Kristen Davis. One day's work, I think uh, it may have been split up yeah. when we see it, but she really only went to work for one day. A million bucks. Gotcha. A million bucks. Uh, meanwhile, the Shit. Emmys have a new date. Fox and uh, the Television Academy announced the 75th annual Emmys will be on Monday, January 15th. Uh, And then here at home, the North American International Auto Show's 2023 charity preview is amping up its star power. This year, we've got Jennifer Hudson headlining on September 15th. That'll be great. She is so good. Yeah. so, So good. Oh, we loved her on Idol, and then uh, she started Dream <laughs> Girls. She was Aretha in the the biopic. That's mm-hmm. something I want to watch. That was called Respect. Yeah, right. right. It was. I never saw that one. And this is kind of weird, you know. Chip and Joanna Gaines from the yeah. TV show Fixer Upper, mm-hmm. uh, the married couple with all those kids. They are developing a family friendly roller dancing competition series that'll be on tv uh, coming soon it's going to be on max platforms um it's putting on roller skates and reliving your childhood and they're hoping kids and adults will have fun watching couples come together all over the country and they've got a lot of celebrities that are going to be on this so roller dancing so (laughs) <laughs> that was kind of uh, a big thing in the 90s, I think, where you, you yeah. go to the rink and they played disco music and you'd, uh, you'd, you'd dress up in those super short shorts <laughs> and the white socks. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, our producer, Dave Rieger, found word about a new Adam Sandler project, which sounds really funny. What's the story on this, Dave? Yeah, so uh, it came out uh, yesterday. And it's his, you know, he's got to deal with Netflix. So he does uh, so many movies with them. And this new movie, which uh, stars a lot of his family, I think his wife and I think his two daughters are in it. It's called You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. And it looks <laughs> absolutely hilarious. And we were talking uh, in our pre-show meeting uh, this week. And uh, it kind of reminded me of my bar mitzvah, which basically um is a very lucrative day for a, a young man uh turning 13 uh but uh the one mistake that i made 
during my bar mitzvah was when the DJ uh, asked me what was the entrance music that they that I wanted to come out to, and I said, "Well, uh, you, you you decide." I didn't you know care until he announced um, and introducing Mr. David Rieger. And let me just say this: it was nineteen, it was March twenty ninth, nineteen eighty six. And if you okay. remember, "Romancing the Stone" was the big movie then. So this was the song that I got to come out to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from our mitzvah boy, <laughs> David Rieger. Oh, oh. oh Dave. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Billy Ocean when the going gets Billy tough. Ocean. Yes. Wow. So then, well, you know, it's you know. Go ahead. So that so uh, that was kind of kind of embarrassing, actually. I, uh, I that was a misstep on my part. Right. But then but, my uh, brother decides to double down, and then when he got announced, this was his entrance music. Now, if you don't recognize this immediately, this is the Notre Dame fight song. <laughs> so my brother comes out to his bar mitzvah with a Catholic school fight song. Oh, boy. I'm so, sure your folks love that. Yeah, so my advice to everybody for the bar mitzvahs, and you were saying that, you know, they're very, you know, they're like the Sweet 16 parties. They're like over the top these days. They're very elaborate. Make yeah. sure that you think about what you're going to be walking out to. Your entrance song. Yes. Well, you know, Very it's, important. It's, it's interesting. I, I think all cultures have some form of this. For the Catholics, it's your confirmation. Uh, mm-hmm. Around the same age and a uh, very religious, solemn ceremony. But we never really had a big uh, uh, party that would be anywhere near what a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah would be. A, a, a Catholic confirmation party would be after church services everybody would end up at somebody's house in the backyard with a sheet cake you know yes (laughs) Uh, but the same kind of thing the uh, confirmation boy or girl would get gifts in the form of envelopes from relatives and and uh you know family friends kind of Mm -hmm. thing but boy those bar mitzvahs man they they get huge and then also dave isn't there a big tradition where everybody who attends get some kind of takeaway gift and that has become really elaborate yeah maybe i I didn't have that at mine um i will say that um my parents were uh, very smart when i was you know thinking back you know they let me keep like 250 dollars out of all the money that i had collected uh at my bar mitzvah and at that point in time i was like really i think i bought like a bike or something i don't remember but looking back, then it was really good to have that money, like when it was time to go to college. So, um, but look, yeah, you know, um, it's a the, the big thing I remember about the the bar mitzvahs. I don't know if they still even do this anymore. Is they have this candle lighting ceremony, and right. each candle represents like a different theme. And there's like thirteen cal- thirteen candles, and you your friends come up, your family, and stuff like that. I don't know, but it's so different now with uh, DJs and video stories and just huge parties and black eyed peas show up and perform live. Yeah, it's like you know, it's it's turned into it's turned into something just just giant, you know. 
yeah. back from when uh, from when I had mine. I think I think my party was at this place called the Furniture Club, which I don't think even exists anymore. <laughs> Furniture Club. So you know, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, as everything, um, it gets uh, it gets bigger and better as time moves on. Okay. Well, we understand, and uh, we've all gone through that. Where that's at an age where you really the last thing in the world you want when you're 13 or 12 or anywhere near that age is to be embarrassed in front of a large mm-hmm. group. Yeah, that was a, yeah, so. that was a that was a that was a big misstep uh in a young <laughs> in a young Dave Rieger's life. Uh, not that not I that can, I still don't make missteps now, but uh back then, yeah. Boy, I can I can just picture when your brother walked on stage to the Notre Dame fight club. <laughs> yeah. at, at first everyone would think it was just like a fanfare. Cheering, yeah, yeah crowd and like an exciting mm-hmm. march like until band. until the melody came across. <laughs> was, Wait a minute. Exactly. This is Notre Dame fight song. Exactly. <laughs> this is pretty funny. I, I kind of, I actually enjoyed it, but, uh, okay. you, know, you know. I'm sure the rabbi didn't appreciate that. <laughs> <Maybe> probably, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. It's 929. Lots of things to talk about there. Um, a million things going on around the state. This is a time of year when we're really we're we're not winding down simply because it's uh, uh, summer ending. Uh, there's a lot of things going on, and one of those things involves one of our favorite vehicles here in the Motor City and all across America. We'll be talking about that next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues on News Talk 760 WJR. Pretty nice weekend and a much calmer, which everyone will appreciate. Cooler temperatures, a little bit of sun today, and tomorrow looks even better. So that's good. We we deserve a break. And no uh, it's time to acknowledge our hero of the week, this cool thing we do with Hungry Howies, where we ask you to write us and tell us about somebody in your life who's a hero. And then we pick a winner every week. And today's comes in from Julie Villa who says, my hero is my sister Lucy. She's a guardian angel to her friends in need. One of her friends, Kathy, was an elderly widow who did not drive. She was taking a cab when she would go grocery shopping. Lucy found out about this and drove Kathy to the grocery store weekly until she passed 10 years later. Lucy's a beautician. She had done Barb's hair for over 20 years. When Barb got sick and couldn't come to the salon, Lucy went to her house every week and did her hair. Her good friend Lisa went through two rounds of breast cancer. Lucy and Lisa's husband were by her side, driving her to all her treatments and appointments. Uh, Lisa uh, recently got sick again, and my sister was there for her. And when I got divorced, she was there for me until I could handle the world on my own. So I don't know anyone as kind, generous, or as loving as my sister Lucy. Artez, our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week, and Lucy and Julie will both get a couple of large pizzas from Hungry Howie's with a couple toppings, and that's how it works. It's that easy. Just write us at hero at wjr.com. That's hero at wjr.com. Tell us your story, and then every week we pick a different winner. It's a cool thing, because we all need a, a few heroes in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm 37, and we're very excited to be talking with our buddy, the chief program engineer for the Ford F-150, and Milton Wong is on with us here to talk about the reveal that's coming 
in Detroit here with the North American International Auto Show of the brand new F-150. Milton, what can you tell us about this hey, big room? Good morning, everyone. Morning. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Yeah, this is going to be exciting, right? So we've been spending at Ford Motor Company, you know, my team and I have been spending the last few years developing this uh, new F-150. And uh, it's that time of, it's that time of the program, right? It's time to reveal it. And we'll be doing so uh, next month. At, uh, around the Detroit Auto Show. Uh, we are in this, our 75th anniversary of F-Series. Um, and F-Series, you know, for 41, or actually for 46 years, we've been the best-selling truck in America. And then for 41 years, we've actually been the best-selling vehicle of any kind for the last 41 years. So with the 75th anniversary, what better way to celebrate than to bring out an all-new F-150, right? It's exciting. Um, so, yeah. It's great. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I was going to ask you about the quality training, that what goes into making, you know, these vehicles the best selling of any kind. I know from good advice, I grew up in Arizona, and I know how blistering that heat is, but you actually do training as if it's the Arizona heat to kind of get these vehicles ready and prepared. Yeah. So it's all about the customer, right. And how they use the trucks and uh, how we can make it better for them. Right. And that's what helps us. Right. And so um, this has been record setting heat this year in Arizona. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we mm -hmm. do tons of testing on our F series and a part of our quality testing we really push our trucks to the absolute limit. And so like this year, we really pushed it to the limit in, in Arizona's extreme heat to really torture test the heat management system. And as the temperatures did reach record-breaking numbers this year, we put, it, you know, we put our trucks, our whole test fleet, through excruciating tests to really see how the thermal systems will do. And really the best part of this is not only testing the trucks, but we gather a lot of data from this testing. So the year over year, we can put more data into our virtual models and run virtual testing and get our virtual testing more accurate so that we can actually put all of that data into our wind tunnels and then with our wind tunnels we can actually mimic this arizona heat and climate conditions all year mm. round um, and that really helps us to be able to do work all year round and anywhere not not just in one geographic location okay so, so milton again, wow. part of the when, we, when we talk about the the new f-150 that you will be revealing at the north american international auto show which f-150 is this just the 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 f-150 base model or is this uh the lightning or hybrids or uh which vehicle are we talking about here there will be some um it will be mainly the base vehicle um, okay. The Lightning does have some changes coming as well, and so it'll be all, right? It'll be all the F-150s, you know. It's a okay. complete, we have a complete lineup of F-150s. Right, yeah, I know. We're getting some new stuff. Right, I know there's there's a whole bunch of different models. And it's funny, uh, you guys have done a great job of keeping this a secret. I was all over the web the last couple of days trying to find some pictures or some spy photos and you guys have kept this a, a secret. So maybe Milton, you could, you could give us a couple of clues as to uh, the, the differences that, that the appearance of the F-150 might have. Does it have any new styling changes? Oh yeah, it will. Um, 
you'll see some new styling changes. Um, you'll see some differentiation between some models, and then uh, we'll have uh, some new features that we're really excited to talk about. Okay. Well, I, there's just but, one question. But we're going to have to wait a little bit. Okay, we we can uh, wait. It's worth the wait. But uh, Milton, I got to ask you this: uh, since you are the chief program engineer over there for the F one fifty at Ford, how would you explain the fact that the F one fifty has been so popular for so long and has sold so many vehicles? Because it's not like every vehicle that's an F-150, is owned by a plumber or an electrician. I mean, we've got not only people that, that need that utility vehicle for work, but you've got soccer moms driving them. You've got teenagers driving them. You've got Wall Street brokers in New York City in three-piece suits driving F-150s. What do you think it is about this vehicle that makes it so iconic and people whether they're going to use that bed for anything ever, they just have to have that, that truck. You know, so uh, you're, so the truck has evolved, right? And the use cases have evolved and the customers have evolved, but it's always about knowing our customers. And if you can deliver a product that fits the customer's needs, they will come back and they will come. Right. And, to be in a leadership position is all about doing the right things for your customers. So as the customer base grows and changes and different, you know, you say soccer moms and teenagers, <clears throat> um, Wall Street uh, folks, as these, as new customers come and have different uses for them, you know, it's really about getting to know them, getting to know how they use their trucks and how they use their vehicles and really right. addressing their pain points and making it right for them. Um, so, you know, F-150 over the years, you know, we've innovated the cab, we've innovated the bed, gone back to the cab, gone back to the bed. It's about continuous innovation to meet the needs of our customers. And that's what it's all about. All right. Well, we also want to remind all of our listeners that if you have a Heritage F-Series vehicle, you can email media at Ford.com. That's media at Ford.com with the year, the model, and a photo of your Ford F-150. And it could play a role in the reveal coming up in September, which would be very cool for you. And uh, it's amazing. Ford is so good at this. You got the Mustang crowd. You got Now you got the Bronco crowd and the F-150 crowd. They're just like... They're like super fans for rock stars, and uh, they are so supportive of you guys, and you do a wonderful job of interacting with the customers. And I think that uh, that kind of sums up what you're, the point that you were making about knowing the customers. Right. Right. All right. Well, thank you for being on with us. Milton Wong, the chief program engineer for the F-150, the big Ford F-150 reveal will happen at the uh, auto show coming up and boy 75 years and it's just remarkable that it's been the best-selling truck in america for 46 years so continued success milton thanks for being on with us 9 45 we're going to take a break come back we have trivia one more time and some other things to talk about too so stay with us on the great michigan weekend here on news talk 760 wjr 
All right, lots going on around the state this weekend. The NAACP is having a music festival in Port Huron. Rick Springfield in Bay Ooh. City. Boy, he was he was a hottie. Dr. Noah Drake. Oh, that's Aging right. Dr. Drake. I forgot he was on a soap <laughs> opera. Which one was he on? Uh, General Hospital. Okay, that's right, yeah. Uh, ZZ Top is at the Village of Clarkston. And Miranda Lambert is performing in Grand Blank. The Metamora Hot Air Balloon Festival is going on. And the Detroit Water Lantern Fest is this weekend. All right, let's do some trivia here real quickly. Chance to grab tickets to see Pentatonix, the acapella group, in concert September 3rd at Pine Knob. Prize valued at 59 bucks. And you can always buy your tickets at 313presents.com, all Ticketmaster outlets. And our rules are always up there at wjr.com. Your trivia question this time around is uh, one of those questions about something you've probably seen most of your life, but you never totally understood. I'm talking about the Michigan coat of arms. So if you picture in your mind the Michigan flag, you got that coat of arms. It features a blue shield with the Latin word tuber on it. Tuber, T-U-E-B-O-R. What does that word mean? There's a phrase on there, the Michigan coat of arms on the flag, and it's T-U-E-B-O-R. If you think you know the answer, give us a call at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. Hey, I wanted to mention to Cam, we were talking about uh, things we watch, streaming shows. Cam's really... Mm -hmm really good at uh picking some good shows but i have to tell you to be honest uh i i can't watch the bear anymore you can't no oh. we, we watched it again last night i think it was episode five and six uh-huh and i it's just too much yelling for me i, mean, <laughs> I know the there whole episode is just one crisis after another yes. in this little <laughs> tiny uh you know greasy spoon restaurant they're, the people that work there are fighting with each other. The people outside are, are getting into a fist fight. Uh, right. the, the mixer machine blows up. Somebody <laughs> drops, you know, a bunch of stuff on the floor. Uh, it's just so much arguing. I it I, I can't. I get it. it. I hear what you're saying. I know Lynn had said she really really liked it. She but loves I, it. Oh, she's still okay. She's still yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not for everybody, but every review I've seen, it has just said this is the best show, the best show. Right. I, you know, if you want to bow out, uh, you know, be my <laughs> guest. But it, to me, it, it was incredible. And the symbolism and just, I mean, I can't even say it's so far up there in my top 10 now. I just loved it. Well, we hung in there and uh, Lynn is very much like you. She thinks it's great. I, I know mm -hmm. she uh, she loves watching it. And I, I just turn around to her and say, it's just a bunch of fighting. It's <laughs> arguing. <laughs> and, uh, and cooking. And, well, the food porn is good. There's some good yes. looking. <laughs> but, uh, hey, that happens. You know, not every show is for yeah. everybody. So uh, we've agreed. Right. It's, it's going to be one of those shows she watches when I'm out of Right. Bed. So. Um, yeah, I, I just loved it. I, but I'm also watching the Lincoln lawyer. I think we oh, talked yeah. about that last week. Did you, did you guys finish that? 
We have not started the second season. Oh. We finished the first okay. one, and we loved yeah. it. Do you like it? It is really, really good. Yeah, I think good? I'm on. Yeah, season one of episode two. So I'm, I'm right around where you are. I really like it. There's a show we've been watching. Uh, we never watched the original Justified, but the new one that takes place in the city of Detroit. It's called Justified City Primeval. That is really good with Timothy Oliphant, who was uh, oh yeah Sheriff Bullock on Deadwood. He uh, he's great in this. We watched the second to the last episode last night, so it's a big you know big climax coming, and we mm-hmm. love that. Have you watched that one? No. Is it there some sci-fi? element to it no that would not appeal to me okay <laughs> no no it's, it's not a sci-fi thing at all all right well okay. obviously we got to get out of here because the uh, happy trail singers are coming in to tell us we gotta leave so enjoy <laughs> your weekend and we'll talk to you guys next week happy trails to you